Welcome to the latest Renatus podcast. We are all about telling legendary Irish business stories not widely known, and they don't come much better than this. Renatus investor and advisor Greg Dilger talks to Mickey O'Rourke of Satanta TV fame about his amazing entrepreneurial journey. My guest today is Mickey O'Rourke, the joint founder of Satanta Sports and Premier Sports. Many of you, like myself, who watch sport on TV will be very familiar with Satanta and Premier, but probably know little or nothing about the businesses, the business models, and the people behind them. In this Renatus podcast, I'm going to talk to Mickey about the very humble beginnings of Satanta, how you developed and grew the business from there, your huge private equity-backed bet on English Premiership football, which unfortunately spectacularly failed, how you recovered from that very public failure and got back on your feet again, and you certainly have got back on your feet again. The more I look at this um, Mickey Satanta Premier story, the more I see it's a classic entrepreneurial story, particularly I've just looked at a few definitions of it, of entrepreneurial, and the one I like is a mindset that enables people to identify and make the most of opportunities, overcome and learn from setbacks, and succeed in a variety of settings. Pretty much describes you. So, Mickey, um, let's talk about those humble beginnings of Satanta uh, back in London. 1990 is, is the time I have here, but maybe it was earlier than that. Yeah, it, it was 1990. So uh, I was working as a as a, a trainee banker for NatWest, uh, and uh, my friend Leonard was working in Canada Life and. Uh, my background prior to working in, in London was I was the ENS officer uh, in UCD and I was I also was chairman of the bar. So I'd, I'd done a huge amount of concerts. Mm. I'd worked with um, nearly all of the Irish bands at that stage mm. uh, and we'd done concerts in all over UCD and all over Dublin and we'd done all sorts of other events. And we were looking to do something in London. The World Cup came along and at that time in the UK... You know, they had a very old school attitude in pubs. They would have had a small television in a pub and not really much atmosphere. So we organized basically a big screen and put it up in the Irish, Irish club in, in London. And, uh, we invited our friends around and I think we charged two pounds or something like that to pay for the, help pay for the screen. Yeah. And we had a couple of hundred people, uh, come Sorry, around. where did you get the content for that? Where, where? Oh, well, it was on BBC or ITV. So, uh, the World Cup is, is, was a listed event or, but certainly became a listed event after okay. that. So it was on BBC and ITV and you just put on your screen and, uh, you know, there was nothing to it. You okay. know, it was, it's, uh, this is convenience for people. It's just to convenience and gathering together and enjoying the match. And the first two matches went along. And then the third match was Ireland versus Holland. And uh, the World Cup had changed uh, mm-hmm. from the previous times that the last uh, matches in group stages had to be uh, simultaneously because uh, previous iteration, uh, there were allegations of, of fixing by uh, some of the teams. So <laughs> Ireland were playing Holland and England were playing Egypt at the same time. And what we didn't realize was that BBC and ITV both decided they were going to show the England match, mm-hmm. which actually makes complete sense for their yeah. domestic audience. And no one was covering uh, the Ireland-Holland match. Um, and we knew that that the Ireland-Holland match would be on in Northern Ireland. So we just knew it mm. had to be travelling mm. across the UK. And there must be some way. Mm. So of, just, to, just to clarify, you were a bit of a soccer fanatic. Yeah. Or you were at the time, anyways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I was a, a big soccer yeah. fan. I played, played for UCD. Okay. And, uh, yeah. I was like, so I'm you're mad to see it yourself. And you're oh, guessing I loads of others. All I wanted to do was see the match myself, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> 
So we 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 rang up the BBC and and inquired, you know, could we could we show the match? And um, the guy in the fall kind of you know, kind of laughed at us, uh, but he hadn't. Uh, he said, "Oh, I'll go and ask." And he, he hadn't quite put his hand over the mic properly, so he was asking around. Uh, oh, I've got this Egypt looking to to buy the match in in three days' time, you know, from us, you know. And of course, you know, it can't happen, but. Uh, so he kind of goes, da, 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 and then he, he comes back to the phone and says, no, I can't help you. <laughs> but Leonard, who was on the other end of the phone, says, I, I've heard all that. So he got terribly embarrassed and he got super helpful. And he said, look, it's impossible to show the match. You need permission from Sky and okay. ITV and the BBC and the EBU and FIFA and <sighs> UEFA. And, you know, the match is on in two days time. How are we going to get, you know, permission from all those people? And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, it couldn't happen. Now, not even before we even talk about it money. It sounds you know? like an episode from Father Ted. And, uh, <laughs> and we said, okay, but if we got everyone's permission, would you say yes? And he goes, yeah, yeah, well, of course, mm-hmm. you know. So then we said, just one final thing is you wouldn't give us their, their names and their, their telephone numbers. <laughs> so anyway, he did, to be fair. Okay. And we rang. The different people up and we rang our TV up and we said, uh, hi, look, we've talked to everyone. They've all said, yes, we want to show it in a pub in London and you're the last person. Mm. Is it okay if, uh, you know, if we do it? And kind of everyone's reaction, to be fair, was, well, if everyone else has said yes, yeah, it's okay with me. You know, it's one pub. What does it matter? And sorry, did you have to get permission from, it was BBC we're showing so the So B- B- we got permission from BBC, okay. from ITV, yeah. from Sky, okay. Okay. Um, the EBU. And, 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 and the, for some reason, they asked us for the Italian, uh, federation, which we said had, had verbally agreed and the paper would, would follow. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so we, we, we actually did, uh, we did the match and it was logistically, it was a nightmare. So uh, how much did you pay for, for the, the rights? I think we paid about 2000 and we, we actually didn't make money because what we didn't realize was, uh, the logistic costs and putting on an event. Yeah, uh, we're so high, and the, the the technical the way satellites work, it's the same cost if you're sending a signal for one venue as it is for one million venues or mm. one billion venues. So mm. you have an awful lot of what they call fixed costs. All mm. the, all the things we would discover later on, exactly. And we had costs of big screens, and um, we didn't have any marketing costs because there was no way of marketing the event. There was no mm. internet. There was no mobile phones. Okay. Uh, Word you know, of mouth. It was literally word of mouth. It was, you know, I ring my friends who rang their friends and they rang yeah. their friends. And we probably had 24 hour notice and, and I think still eight, nine hundred mm. and maybe even a thousand people turned up. So, mm. you know, we realized there was demand uh, mm. after it and it was a huge success. Maybe not, not super financially, but it was a success. Mm. And we were, we were, we were trying to think of what is next. And, and there really wasn't an awful lot next until Channel 4 decided to, uh, do the Serie A. And it was a kind of a big move for them. And it turned out to be very, very successful for them. But one so, of the so other com- you don't have a company at this stage. No, we no, don't. You're just, too, you're just working. Just, this, just is, this is your hobby. This is a, and, uh, Channel 4 dropped the Serie A and, um, or so not so much dropped it. They took the Serie A on and they dropped Gaelic games. So they were doing, uh, the finals of the Gaelic games. So suddenly Gaelic games was available. Uh, and we, in 1992, we, we decided to show the hurling, uh, and the football final. And we hired 
a, a number of big venues uh, around the UK. So we hired the Hammersmith Odeon uh, and we hired, you know, the Leeds Irish Centre, the Manchester Irish Centre, mm. I think the Birmingham Irish Centre and one or two other locations. Uh, and we did marketing, we did yeah. posters and okay. um, what I would call traditional marketing. We actually sold, um, we sold the uh, Hammersmith Odeon out for the uh, Donegal, I think it was Donegal, Dublin. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was the, you know, the passion was amazing. Yeah. So, you know, we just, we thought, well, there is something here. And then we, the following season, uh, we then decided that we would try and uh, put the events on in, in pubs. And we uh, bought over a company. There was a company called British Aerospace, which had started, uh, um, a, a, you know, a, a business direct. It was a direct consumer business, but it also did pubs. And they had started uh, broadcasting a number of of different things. But they, in effect, went bust because there was a big battle between BSB and Sky, and very famous battle mm. uh, between those two operators. And British Aerospace were actually the third operator. They they went very very quickly. They 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 went back to their their core mm. business. Uh, but we bought their their pub network, uh, and we created a pub network of Irish pubs all across, mainly the UK, but it was all across Europe. Okay, so you found you had a company when you bought well, this. Yeah, the, the, so you founded yeah. Satanta, was it? Satanta? It was Satanta, yeah. yeah. It was that Satanta, was Satanta, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, so there now is a company, we've identified that. Yeah, and it, was, and, and it, had, been named, and it had been named Satanta from, from okay. the very early days. And we, 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 we basically created, did Irish sports, uh, mainly UK, but across, uh, across uh, all of Europe. So, mm. you know, we were in Germany and Luxembourg and the Canary Islands and... Uh, Going to the Irish pubs in various Going to the Irish places. pubs. Yeah. And, and Gately Games was, was really big, uh, particularly uh, overseas, mm. uh, uh, particularly in, uh, in the 90s. And then I, I guess then, you know, one thing led to another. We looked at, at how we could expand in, in the UK at that time. And it was very difficult outside uh, uh, our, core, our core market. And certainly the costs of... Uh, doing transmissions were very, very difficult. And it was almost impossible, or it was mm. impossible, to actually do anything into people's homes. So it was basically, we were blocked, in okay. effect, okay. from going okay. into homes. So how are you financing this early effort? Is it just seat of the pants stuff, really? It, it, it kind of seat of the pants. Yeah. I, did, I did get a small loan from uh, from, the, from the family. And, and, and that was important because, you know, it... The, Nearly in all cases, in, in certainly in, in when you're launching media businesses, that you you have a your first year is or first two years sometimes or maybe even more is, is loss making mm. as, as as you build up. Um, so we 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 definitely needed that that bridge uh, mm. to break even. But we were running, I suppose, after two or three years, we were running what I would call a, you know, a very small company, but it was small and profitable, mm. and 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 seeking to grow, and we. That's when we went to the States. We, we, we thought the States was, uh, had bigger opportunities at that time. And we, we. Sorry, for the Irish content? The well, actually, content? we, we started with, uh, th- the Premier League. So okay. we were, we were more or less okay. the first people to kind of, kind of build the Premier League in the okay. States. And we started, uh, again in, in pubs, you know. So we, we would have had the, the Premier League and, and then we added things like that. So we would then we added Gaelic games. We would have done the Six Nations. 
uh, and we started doing the Champions League and Europe. Well, it would, wouldn't have been Europa League. It would have been the UEFA Cup and Cup Winners Cup. Were you, were you, presumably the Irish uh, Irish people in the US were a key target there, but presumably others too. Yeah, the, the are, are, I mean, the, the Irish are great because um, they were a great cr- uh, crossover. In other words, they were interested in Gaelic games, but they're also interested in Six Nations rugby mm. uh, and they were interested in Premier League. Mm. Um, so, but you know, it, it, they were, I suppose, they were one of our audiences. Like we, 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 we were doing Scottish football. Um, we were doing, uh, we were doing cricket. Um, we were, you know, one of our biggest matches was Serbia versus Croatia. Mm. So, you know, we were, we were doing a real mix mm. of, of, of sports to mm. different communities. So, and we were doing, you know, we were doing nicely in, in, in the US and we were trying to grow, but we were always... Did, sorry, did you spend time over there yourself? You would have, we would have, uh, we would have spent time, but I, you know, we would have been over there, uh, you know, maybe for a week, maybe every three to four or five months, but, okay. you know, we weren't living over there. Okay. And, you know, and in many ways you, you didn't need to be, you know, over there all the time because, you know... Uh, America itself is just a huge market. So, mm. you know, even if you're in, in Boston, you know, that's, that's such a different place mm. than, than LA or Miami mm. or New York. So, so, uh, but we, we did have an office based in San Francisco okay. that, that looked after uh, everything on a, on a day to day basis. And, and, and we had a great team. I mean, it was, you know, all the way through the, you know, our organizations are different. Uh, channels and, and businesses. It's always been about the team. I know okay. people always talk about yeah. team, and it's. It, it, but the reality is, <laughs> if you don't have good people, you're you know, gone. you're 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 not going to be very successful. And how are you able to pay them? Like, is it? Are, is the cash flow? Yeah. So we year? would, you know, we would like. Look, there was. It was always. We were always financially constrained. Mm. Uh, we, you know, we never. You know, we really. We were all definitely undercapitalized. Mm. So. Um, you know, there was always juggling. I mean, I'd say that's that's mm. been the case. Yeah. <laughs> did, did it ever did it ever strike you at that early stage to to look at financing the company better, getting some sort of a VC or an investor? Yeah, in? no, it, it did. But you know, it, it did. And 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 to be honest, you know, what the I think the first funding, I'm, I may have it wrong. So we we we, we were looking at how we could grow and you know, what sort of channels we could launch. And, and strangely enough, we actually came back then to, to the UK. And from our experience of working in America, uh, and, and looking at different things that worked, that we came, uh, one of our colleagues who we'd worked with, we, we'd started doing pay-per-view events mm-hmm. in, in the UK to consumers. Um, so it was very, very early on in the, in the pay-per-view industry. And we were doing a lot of big events. That's uh, an example of one. So we, we, we ended up doing, uh, w, uh, four of the biggest WWE events. Okay. Um, you know, we had, and I mean, these were big events. Like yeah. we have 170, 180,000, uh, subscribers on, okay. on, on a particular, on a particular night. So and in those days, how did people actually pay you? Cause they, they, so, it, it, it's, so that what we were able to do was we were able to, in effect, to do a deal with Sky on a pay-per-view basis. So that, so Sky ended up doing the back end okay. of, of, of the system. So we, 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 in effect, rented our satellite and, and Sky did the call center on the technology bit. Okay. So the whole system, uh, Worked perfectly and, and very seamlessly. So we, we were doing pay-per-view, uh, reasonably successfully. Sorry, uh, uh, Mickey, did that involve 
a contract with Sky oh, yeah, formalities. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it would have been a, a complete formalities. Okay. Yeah, okay. and look, Sky, Sky are, have been, you know, have been a great organisation, and we, we compete very, we competed mm. very hard with Sky, but we also yeah. worked with them. So, you know, they're uh, they're you know they're actually, I, I would say, they're probably uh, of all the companies that we've worked with. They are probably the best in the industry, you know, all, mm. across the world. I mean, a lot of brilliant companies, but they are, they, they, I think they are it, it, the industry best mm. at what they, and they've certainly been uh, one of the most innovative uh, and, and leading edge and always mm. trying to do, do the next thing. So, you know, look, we've, we've tremendous amount of respect for them. So we were doing pay-per-view with them, uh, and that was going quite successfully. I mean, it was, it was very, uh, you know, you know, you might have two months where you're not doing anything, and then one month where you're doing something, and then two months you're not doing anything. So it was certainly it wasn't a, con- you know, it was it was, um, you know, it was it was a very lumpy okay. uh, revenue stream, shall we say? And but sorry, just going back to the consumer in their house, yep. they they go out to their the sky, and it's like buying a movie or something. It would be like exactly like that. I mean, in those days, from memory, you 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 had to dial a, a telephone number, okay. so there was no okay. red button yeah. or press yeah. button or anything like that. Yeah. So it was. So you're getting committed people, like. Oh yeah, yeah. People are people are really really cared and passionate, mm. and and that's you know that has really always been, uh, you know, we've really been providing sport for people who are committed. Mm. You know, the, the, uh, there's a there's a there's someone who who wants. It really cares about sport and is willing to pay for it. And then there's a, you know, there's a different audience mm. that kind of watch it, you know, when it's free to wear. Yeah. You know, the positive free to wear, obviously, it's a, it's a much greater and wider audience, but maybe, maybe not quite as uh, committed or as passionate in general. Mm. In general, mm. but um, so we 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 were trying again, uh, searching for uh, something new that we could grow in, and we we we'd looked at a number of ideas, but one of our guys called Roger Hall had suggested we look at an American sports channel. Um, and, it, you know, it was actually a really, really good idea. And we kind of did the research. Uh, and we thought there was a genuine demand to set up an independent American sports channel. What, what particular sports? Would, would you so think? it was, well, it, was, it would have been nearly all the sports bar NFL. So it was, uh, you know, we ended up doing a deal for the NHL, which is the ice hockey, okay. MLB, which is the baseball. Uh, March Madness, which is NCAA. I'm amazed you can get in against uh, the incumbents. But, but most of these sports were not being broadcast this time. Okay. So, um, and but we did need. So you talked about funding. We did need funding to do mm. that. And uh, Amy Schwartz, who uh, was also a colleague who worked with uh, on in the pay per view side, was able to get an introduction to Paul Allen's fund, Vulcan. Vulcan. Mm. And we persuaded them uh, to invest, and I think they invested five or six million, which was okay. a you know a decent amount of money. Obviously, not that much money from for Paul Allen, but uh, and how much of the company would you give away? For oh, this? I think it was he would he would have had the majority of the company. Okay, um, but you know he was putting in. Uh, yeah. it, you know it was uh, it was a complete startup. So you know it was it was all it was all fair. And we we launched uh, NASN, which was the the branded North American Sports Network. Okay. It kind of, you know, it was kind of almost the perfect model because, you know, it did exactly what you really wanted with the channel. Uh, it, it, it did lose money for the first 18 months as you, as you build up your yeah. subscribers. Uh, we built up the subscribers. We, we got it to break even. It was, you know, it was successful. We then expanded it 
uh, across Europe and it launched and it was, you know, we're certainly in five or six million homes uh, throughout Europe. Um, it was in most of the cable networks and satellite networks all across Europe. So it, it was a very successful channel. And we, I, and then I think we'd done some uh, new funding. We got some new uh, equity investors in um, that invested in our core business because we were looking at doing other things in our core okay. business. And um, so the Paul Allen Fund was specifically this, and and uh, and then we also we also uh, we actually bought out Paul Allen. So Paul Allen made our you know Volcom his his fund made some mm-hmm. very you know very good return. We with the we had as I say we'd got a new uh, private equity company in uh, from the US, and we started launching our Satanta UK to the consumers. Okay, so we're, we're running that, and Satanta UK uh, is 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 you know is is building as well. Okay. So you know we've we've taken one model and applied it to a, a yep a, a, you know a greater level, and uh, we. Started off, I think, you know, with we obviously had Gaelic games, but we had a whole load of other uh, sports. But the big one was Scottish football. Uh, And Scottish football has been, uh, you know, part of the, you know, the Satanta DNA since, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, since since the beginning. I'd say, you know, if I think about the three sports that, you know, that have been been Mm -hmm. there since the beginning, it is Gaelic games, it's Scottish football, and of course, it's been the Premier League mm. uh, because we've been with the Premier League since the beginning. Where we, you know, we are, I think, their third longest um, partner, partner mm. a- after it should be said, <laughs> Sky <laughs> and Supersport, who, yeah. are, who are far more valuable than we are. So we 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 started basically building our, our UK business, and we had um, I can't remember how many subscribers, but it was it was going quite well. So you're funding this you've. You've sold your U.S. business and you've made, wait, you've made wait, we, we hadn't actually sold our U.S. business okay. at that oh, stage. We just bought out Paul Allen. We just bought okay, out Paul me. Allen. So we, we were growing our we were, we were growing our our U.K. business. We still had our North American sports networks, which were growing. We were growing, uh, shall we say, in in pubs, and we started doing uh, pay per view in uh, in in North America. Uh, we would have done things like the Euro two thousand and Euro two thousand and four. You know, we would have been available uh, in every home on a pay-per-view basis. So, you know, in those days, it was about 80 or 90 million homes. Now, <laughs> we didn't get that many buys, obviously, but, you know, we were available. And again, just from the customer perspective, how are they engaging with you and paying you? What Are they on the Sky platform? Well, in, 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 the, in the States, there would be, there would have been, say, maybe 15 or 20 different operators. Okay. So, you know, there there would have been people like DirecTV and Echostar okay. and AT&T and Comcast and... And, and on and on and on, and each one of them actually would have their own system. So okay. you know, and and their own method. So you didn't have to invest in any of that. Kit we we didn't. We we yeah. in effect we had to do revenue share deals yeah. with with the operators. Okay. Um, and so we were kind of doing all this. We were we had launched in Australia, so we had a pub pub network in Australia, which was which was you know was going quite nicely. But we wanted to we wanted to. You know, we we really did believe that there was a big opportunity, particularly in the in the UK and Ireland, in the domestic market, in in the residential market, mm. and we. But we realised we needed, you know, significant funding, okay. and that's where we kind of went uh, and raised, and in effect, uh, a, a sizable amount of money uh, from uh, from private equity and from uh, debt holders. And we also sold our our North American Sports Network to ESPN, 
So okay. which 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 also uh, contributed, you know, quite a, okay, quite, a quite a bit of money. So okay. we, and in fact, we put in a huge amount of our own money, um, and and private equity put in money, and we uh, decided that we would go for the Premier League. Okay, so this is going back to the the intro when uh, I mentioned the the big bet on the UK mm-hmm. uh, and, the, and the English Premiership. So we're running into that that now. So just just before you you go into that, how did you persuade the like Sir Doughty Hansen and Balderton, as they were, to back you in this? Like, did you have to go through a whole series of pitches? And yeah, I mean, yeah, we would have done. We would have. Uh, we would have pitched to a number of people. I mean, it's, what, what was what was what were you pitching? What was the, what was the dream? Well, but basically, it's 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 kind of the same. You know, our model isn't hugely different from Netflix or, or Disney Plus mm. or um, you know Paramount Plus or. But, or, they, but or, in fairness, they didn't exist. They then. they wouldn't have existed. But yeah. you know, but the model the model is uh, it's a pay model. So in in effect, is you 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 grow the business, uh, you you get your subscribers past break even, and when you get past break even, every dollar or euro you earn after that. It's almost it's almost ninety uh, percent uh, straight to the bottom line. Right. So when you're profitable, you're really profitable. Now the corollary of that yes, is indeed. until you get <laughs> you're very until vulnerable. you get to break even, you know you're very lost making. <laughs> so it's 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 very much a business where you 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 build you build it and you build it a certain capacity, and the business should should be should should be profitable. And there certainly is in 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 nearly all markets there is room for a number two player. So we were convinced okay. that there was a, a sizable, a very sizable market for uh, a number two player. Okay. Uh, so and and that was really um, that was really the model. We we had proved. So there was were there not competition issues in uh, that were basically forcing Sky to, to so yeah to I share. mean you know by by the you know. Not, we weren't actually doing it, but there was Sky was was basically being uh, pressurised in effect mm-hmm. by the European Community yep. to uh, allow competition yep. uh, in the and it was to, to be fair it was resisted by by, uh, by everybody uh, well not by everyone but certainly by the 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 people that uh, controlled everything at the time and. Uh, but basically, the deal was done that there were six Premier League packs, and one of the packs uh, would now have to be sold to someone else. Now, as it, as it turned out, th- this rule, which no longer applies, has been to a huge benefit for the Premier League because it has created competition. Okay, uh, and you know it has you know it has created massive investment. But when when the auction came along, there were obviously a number of bidders looking to 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 grab that pack. But we had done our, our funding, and we came up with a strategy that uh, we felt that actually would allow us to actually get two packs uh, as a, a third of the games. So uh, in the future, not not no 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 in the in straight the, away straight away okay. And uh, and because we we did take the view that certainly initially hmm. that you needed you know more than one sixth of the games. Uh, okay. Now arguably. Uh, once you've built up your audience, you could probably survive with a little bit less. But certainly in that initial period, you needed to start with a bang. So we, we came up with a a bidding strategy, okay. uh, which in hindsight was 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 quite clever. It uh, in effect it meant that we ended up with 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 two packs, which you know I suppose was was a genuine surprise. Mm. 
to everybody. Um, so, in layman's terms, how do you how do you value those bids? How, how do you do it? I mean, you know, I mean, in layman's terms, you know, it's like Man United versus Liverpool is more valuable than you yes, know. But how uh, do you put a number on it? That's yeah, so. I mean, you 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 uh, you take a view of. Uh, it, well, you know, a lot of it's got to do with how many supporters. So, I mean, okay. you know, I mean, you would you, you would look at, uh, you know, what are the season tickets for Man United and Liverpool? What are the jersey sales for Man United mm. Liverpool? You know, now you'd look at what, how many Twitter followers they okay. have, yeah. you know, how many Instagram yeah. views. Yeah. You know, what, how popular uh, is a team? Now, you know, mm. to be honest, you know, we kind of, you know, in, in, in those days we, we didn't, we didn't need to be told that Man United and Liverpool are more popular than mm. uh, you know, so, some Sometimes other teams. You know. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, you just knew you just knew who was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, okay. uh, and therefore you knew the picks and you knew the teams. And so it was, it was, it was, it was basically what you were getting was first pick, second pick, third pick, and you're getting kickoff times. Again, kickoff okay. times are also very important because. Um, you know, people prefer to watch uh, things. You know, people would prefer to watch a match at four thirty than two thirty on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, and Mickey, how much of is advertising play a part in the revenue? So uh, advertising is relatively small. Is it? Uh, and uh, advertising sponsorship, you know, it is there. You know, I mean, delighted to have it, but it really is uh, pretty small. Uh, and in fact, I would say commercial sales. Uh, in pubs and, and well, mainly pubs mm. uh, are far, far more valuable okay. than advertising sponsorship in, in the in the pay space, and which is unusual because so much attention is is actually uh, put on it. You know, Mickey, can I ask you the with, with the uh, private equity company yeah. investment? Yeah, you know, how did they invest? Did they just give you a block of money, or do they give it to you in stages? Or how, how did that funding work out? Well. Yeah, I mean, generally, they, they, it was a block of money. I mean, I, I mean, some of it might have been phased in, but it was always guaranteed. So, you know, they committed to, you know, their number, whatever their number was. Mm. And, you know, it, it, you know, and we would have, generally, you need your money pretty, up, pretty much up front because you're paying in advance. Okay, so, so you paid the Premier League. You paid, that's gone. You, uh, yeah. Now you have to... Uh, fund the studio, the the the, yeah. the hosts, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So that's all coming out of this this yeah. uh, investment. But well, the biggest the biggest cost in sports rights is you're paying so far in advance. Yeah. So we might say, you know, I'll just use a hundred million as as a, as a raw number, but you might pay a hundred million up front, and you're not actually getting the football matches for six okay. or seven months. So you're not going to earn any money okay. until six or seven okay. months. So you're you're. It's very capital intensive. But your, uh, your, your backers knew exactly what the they were getting absolutely. into. Absolutely, and you had cash flows and things like that. So, and, you know, and I suppose, you know, you know, what, uh, one of the things like what happened in the UK. So, you know, we, we, we bought the, the Premier League rights and we, we already had a whole series of other rights. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, you know, we created a number of club channels and we, we, we had already helped to create uh, a race in UK channel, and that became part of our bundle. And we, we we basically had, you know, a really good sports proposition. And our subscribers were absolutely growing. They were shooting to the roof. Like we were, we were absolutely flying. And did you did you own the the call centres that were dealing with? We all didn't those? own the call centres. We uh, we we outsourced okay. an awful lot of things. So you know, we would have had an independent call centre based in in Scotland. Okay. Uh, we 
also had, uh, you know, we had we actually had call centres. Or, 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 I mean, I think we had one particular uh, event uh, where we had 8,000 people working on that night. Uh, we were doing uh, a Calzaghi boxing fight. Mm. And again, because in those days, you know, the only way to describe was by making a phone call. Mm. It was, you know, it's really capital intensive, mm. uh, you know, and it's not just to hide the phone call. I want, I want to see the match. You know, it's you have to take their credit card details. details. You have to you name know, an address, probably. name address, yep. their 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 yep. card number. It, you know, it's quite intensive nowadays. Of course, it's it's much more seamless, but mm. in those days, it was uh, it was shall we say more manual. So we we all our call centers were outsourced. We outsourced. Uh, ROBs, with the OBs are the, the, the cameras and the production. Yep. We had our own production team uh, internally, but we, we outsourced some of our, our player facilities. We outsourced some of our studios. So, you know, there in, in any business, there's always that conversation, you know, what you do internally, what you do externally. Mm. And, mm. Um, and, you know, it's, there are times when you should do it internally and times mm. when you should do it externally. Obviously, if you can do it, substantially cheaper you do it internally mm. but if if you if it's if it can be mm. done externally and it's cheaper that's mm. generally the right thing mm. to do because it's not mm. just you don't just get rid of uh, a cost you get rid of mm. you know all the minutiae around that mm. and it simplifies your own processes mm. Mm. so you're, you're in essence in a bit of a race here against time really what what, what was the key target that you had to hit or what were the key targets to, to sort of make this thing go to the next stage or start to go backwards? Yeah, I mean, I suppose it was, um, you know, it was it was very much, you know, 2006, 2007, early 2008, you know, it was it was very much, you know, it's growth and, and let's go fast and um, almost conquer the world, you know. I mean, you know, the intention of, 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 of presumably the intention <laughs> of the private equity uh, backers was that we would sell the business, you know, mm. Mm. and, you know, we, we, we did know that there were a number of players who wanted to be in the sports okay. space in, in the UK. And of course, you know, BT and ESPN both came into the market mm. after the fact, and we knew both of them wanted to play. So I suppose, you know, the idea was to create a successful, sustainable, profitable business or, or a business that's on the way to I mean, those yeah, things. Absolutely. So you, you never really, you never really saw yourselves going the whole way with this. You, what, what, or did you? Well, I, I, I always think if you if you run a business that is successful, sustainable, and profitable, then you you have choices. the choice mm, yeah. to yeah. Uh, you have the choice to keep going yeah. or the choice to to sell. Mm. Uh, but I, I think to be fair with Satanta UK and with all the investors that were in there, uh, you know. It wouldn't have been our decision anyway, you know. You know. Yeah. You know. Ultimately, you know, we we were. I suppose we were ultimately management, and uh, might have been founders and management. Yeah. But you know, we weren't in control of everything. You know, we, we you know we had people mm. that that had given us money, and they were you yeah know, they were rightly the bosses ultimately. So when did the you know what hit the you know what? Yeah. So you know. So as I said, the business was going going really well, and it was growing, and it wasn't profitable, but it was the you know the, the everything was going very very well, and it was it was very much in plan. And then you know the financial crisis happened. Mm. You know, it was like it was literally the queues outside Northern Rock, yeah. and the the effect of that was 
it, it, it affects us in lots of ways. I mean, none of them good. <laughs> mm. um, but I suppose the, the two key effects were, the first one was our growth. Our, gro- our growth, we were still growing, but we weren't growing like anything like we were, uh, had been growing. Mm. So we were growing much slower and we were growing slower than we had budgeted. And the effect of that was that we needed more money. And that would, you know, that wouldn't have been a super problem because, you know, we had, we had big, big, big backers. We had, we had really big backers, um, you know, you know, both in the private equity, but also, uh, you know, our, our, our debt holders, our bondholders, you know, they were genuinely proper players, you know, mm. but they had no money. Mm. They had no money. I mean, you know, as it turns out, the banks had no money. No one had money. So it had dried up. We, we basically had a liquidity crisis and, and we were running out of money. And, uh, even though, you know, and, and, and of course the business then at the same time had, you know, while it was still growing, uh, it, it wasn't growing what we, we had to do. So, you know, we, we, we needed money and, and there was no money around. And mm. certainly it was very, very hard. I suppose what ultimately happened is we were able to get uh, someone who would put the money in. It was uh, a guy called Sir Len Novatnik, a, a brilliant businessman, and, and now runs uh, the zone. Uh, and again, he also wanted to be in the sports space. So Russian, Russian guy. He's, uh, I think, he's born in Ukraine. Okay. So I think he's a Ukrainian, uh, Ukrainian uh, Russian background. Okay, so he was there. Yeah. And he, you know, he's obviously, a, 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 he, he was there and they were going to put the money in. But the challenge had, be, had, had been time. And mm. we had, it had taken time, in hindsight, actually a relatively short amount of time. But it had taken time uh, to, to, uh, to, 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 to get the funding in. And, uh, but he was going to do it. So it was, it was done. But at the same time... Uh, to be fair to the Premier League, uh, you know, they were looking at other options and, okay. and Disney were there saying, we can do this. We're bigger. Okay. We're better. Okay. And we, in effect, ran out of time and, and, and the Premier League switched to, 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 to ESPN Disney and, and, and the company, our UK company went just folded. absolutely folded. And, and we all lost our jobs, you know, it was, yeah. uh, you know, there was, you know, it was, it was, uh, because it was an incredible team. Uh, and you know, I mean, all of which have gone on to do lots of brilliant mm. things, mm. uh, elsewhere. Uh, and a very emotional, very yeah, emotional I'm time, sure very was. emotional time. But we, it was one of those things we, we, we didn't have any time to cry, you know, yeah. because we, um, at the same time, uh, as our UK business went bust, you know, in effect, our, our, all our other businesses, we, you know, businesses in Ireland, Australia and Good. Canada and America, uh, and Africa. And in fact, you know, there was no more funding for, for all those businesses. Okay. And all those businesses themselves had been going through a growth period and therefore okay. requiring money. And there was okay. no money. So in effect, what we did is we took those businesses back. Okay. And okay. we stopped growing. So we, okay. we, we, so just to be clear, the UK, the Stanta UK is what folded. Yep. The, and you had the other bits separate to that. So there was life after and, and, and things to do. Yeah. So we, we, we basically then had, uh, we had an Irish business. We, we straight away sold our, stra- uh, uh, an American business to, to Fox. Uh, and the reason we did that was we had a whole, uh, number of creditors, um, okay. that we'd worked with. You know, the, the U.S. market is particularly tough and we just knew we didn't have the capital 
to to fund it, uh, particularly in, in 2009. So we, we sold the, the, the US business, and the deal with the US business was that in effect they paid all our US creditors. So it yeah. meant that uh, no one lost any money there, okay. and uh, it was a graceful exit. It wasn't a very yeah. happy exit, but it was a graceful, graceful exit. Yeah. Uh, and then we started uh, managing our our Irish business, our Canadian business, our African business, and our Australian business. And we we succeeded uh, in turning all those businesses around. We ended up selling uh, Canada to Rogers. We sold Australia to Bain. Uh, we sold uh, Africa to Fox, and uh, and ultimately we mm. sold the Irish business to to Air. To Air. Uh, so they all, each of them had their own. Okay. Different journey. Yeah. Uh, they were all. Each of them were slightly different businesses. Mm. Uh, each of them had, you know, each market. You know, Africa is a unique market, mm. shall mm. we say? But 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 so was mm. Canada and Australia. It, you know, it's funny the attention, you know, locally anyway would have been the big bet was the thing which dominated yeah. people's minds when yeah. they think of Satanta. Yeah, I think they they think of the big failure, but actually there yeah. was other things. Yeah, I mean, well. it, you know, they, you know, and. It, you know, well, it was, <laughs> the UK was undoubtedly a failure, but you know, it wasn't actually a failure because there was anything wrong with the model yeah, or, yeah. you know, we, you know, I'm not saying we, we did everything right. There's actually lots of things we, 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 was we there should any have one done. big thing. The, any one you know big what, thing that you do differently? There probably wasn't. Uh, you know, I mean, you, you know, I would always say, you know, you certainly, as you look back, you certainly would say that we should have managed our costs better. And, mm. you know, I, I would say, uh, I would, th- I would have always thought we managed our, our costs really well, and we certainly managed them even better mm. now. But you know, you, you're you're constantly learning. I I, I remember when I took over a business in Ireland, and um, <laughs> you know they had a they had a much more frugal orientation in in how to run right, mm. how to run business. So you know you you're always learning. You know, yeah. and I would certainly say yes, we could have managed our costs yeah. better. We 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 I think we would. Uh, you know, I mean, if I'd known there was a, you know, the financial crisis was coming, I would have, I would have shorted the banks, yeah, or yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, would have been, yeah. I would have been in, the, in, in that movie, The Great Short, but you yeah. know, I, I genuinely didn't know it was coming. I knew property was overvalued. That was all I knew. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. and, uh, you know, I, I suppose you would, you would certainly have, uh, I think you would definitely, uh, the ideal scenario is always have more cash than mm. needs. You always have a mm. cushion. You know, and we didn't have that. There, there wasn't really a plan B, though. You had to just grow very fast to make your numbers. You wouldn't have got the support from the the, the PE guys. Yeah, if you were I mean, going I, slowly. Yeah, I think that that's true, and I I, I think that is true. And I, I I do sometimes wonder, uh, you know, and I you know we we've been involved in, in in lots of different businesses. We 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 had originally set up a company called Servcast, which. Um, was was very early on. It was back in 1999, I think. And, mm. and and Surfcast's idea was, you know, it was very early stage. But the idea was literally to put video on the internet, and we were kind of the first people to do that in uh, in, in in Europe. And you know, we, we we also raised a whole a bunch of private equity funding for that. Uh, and I remember one of the one of the things we did. We opened an office in. You know, uh, we all we already had Dublin and London, but we opened in Brussels and we opened in Milan and we opened in Madrid and we opened in uh, Stockholm and Munich. And there was this huge rush of a land grab. And, and, and you know, and of course, there was a logic for that because, you know, uh, it has turned out video has, it has mm. been massive mm. on the Internet <laughs> and it has been undoubtedly a success. Mm. But it was much slower 
than we thought. And we ended up closing all those offices yeah. and scaling back. But once we did that and got our cost base right, you know, we were able to turn yeah. Surfcast into a very, yeah. very successful business. So, so sometimes I, you know, sometimes I suppose we do try and run too fast. Yeah. And, and I think that is, you know, I think that is, you know, maybe also learning that, you know, it is important to, to try and grow and to grow quickly, but, you know, it isn't it isn't the only requirement you know yeah i th- i think from from where i'm looking at it you've just lived in chaos from the very beginning <laughs> like it, you're you you're you're talking about businesses here there and everywhere and you you haven't even mentioned that you actually did open that one it's like it's yeah. just a lot of chaos and to you it's very natural yeah you've just lived in chaos and yeah. even the way you've dealt with the disappointment you know there are plenty of people that wounds them you know terminally and they can yeah. never get going again but you, you're just you do, you're, you do. you're up and at it all yeah, the time. Yeah, you do. But I mean, look, you, you know, I mean, every I suppose you know, I mean, every sports star. Uh, no, we're definitely not sports stars, but <laughs> but you know, I mean, you know, no team wins every match. No, you know, uh, and you 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 know you you all they say you learn, and I think it is true. You learn much more from your mistakes than your your successes, and you should learn. I mean, yeah. the, you know, the whole yeah. life is 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 a. Uh, is a journey of learning, and uh, you know, you know, every. I mean, it's, uh, uh, it's not like you never stop learning, you know, and you never stop, it, unfortunately, making mistakes either, you know. The whole thing, and this is why you're on this podcast today. This is a case study in in doing things and learning, <laughs> and you know, messing it up sometimes, yeah. and then learning and yeah. coming back yeah. and, and all that. The whole thing is just it's yeah. a it's an incredible yeah. entrepreneurial story. Although I know, I'm sure you guys don't really think about that because you're just too busy doing what you're doing. Um, so at what point, uh, did you found, uh, Premier Sport? Yeah. So Premier Sport, you know, that kind of happened by accident. So we, we, after the UK had, had gone bust, we, you know, we were, we were very much focusing on trying to, uh, sort our other businesses out, uh, the Irish business, the Mm. Canadian businesses and, and so on. And. We didn't really. We thought we'd never be back in the UK ever again. It 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 was over. But one of the strange things was that when we left the market, ESPN came in, and uh, they obviously bought the Premier League rights, and uh, and they I think they bought the Scottish Premier League rights, and they they bought uh, a number of 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 the of the key rights, the mm. the, the bigger rights, mm. but they didn't buy all rights. And suddenly there were some sports that were available. And, and in particular, our, our, my old favorite was, was Gaelic Games. They yeah. kind of, le- the Gaelic Games was, was left there, you yeah. know, and it wasn't even being broadcast. And, you know, they had been a great organization to work with from, from the very beginning. And we just felt we had an obligation to do something for them. So we, well, I, I, in effect, it was, <laughs> I ended up, uh, putting their games on uh, almost free to wear uh, in in the UK for uh, a season, just as a kind of like, as kind of like just a to test. Uh, well, it was it was it was kind of to, to keep it going. But you know, as we as we did it, we realised there was still a, obviously a market for uh, a niche a niche player and. Then later on that 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 year we we set up Premier. So Premier was set up almost you know almost after Satanta, mm-hmm. and we 
you know, we didn't do very much. We did Gaelic games, and I think we ended up doing NRL, and we ended up doing NASCAR. But we had a tiny team. You know, okay. there might have been less than four of us. Okay. Um, four or five. So it was, it was a, a tiny, great team. Mm. And we started with okay. uh, with small content. Armed armed with all the lessons you learned from yeah, the and, you know, it, and it, look, it was a completely it was a completely different scale. I mean I mean, you know, you know, Satanta had, you know, I can't remember, but it certainly had three, four million subscribers, you know, and Premier was a was 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 a much smaller offering mm. and very niche. But you know, we, we did that and uh, it started to grow year on year. Every year we would add something something else small. Mm-hmm. And it was quite a nice little channel, and and it's something that we have we have continued, you know, since then. We 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 we've always added uh, something every year, and it 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 grew to be, I suppose, the number three player in the UK. I mean, you know, we you know we very much would not feel that we compete with Sky or BT. Mm. I mean, every now and again we we go head to head, but we are mm. strategically in a different place. Yeah. Uh, you know, Premier, uh, you know, in effect grew to, as I say, to be a, a, a very successful, but, but, you know, much smaller station in, 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 in the UK. But, but it's, uh, and now, of course, we've sold it to Viaplay. Uh, and I think, you know, I think so far it's gone very, very well for them. They just had, uh, the Viaplay Cup final, uh, in, Scotland. in Hampton, Scotland. And, uh, you know, they, they got huge numbers of audiences. Their, their buys, I, mm. I, I assume were, were absolutely mm. fantastic. So it's, I believe it's going very well for mm. them, you know. So we, you know, we, it very much was our, our baby. And, 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 and one of the things was for the first couple of years, we called it MSK, which was, uh, the name of my three daughters, Megan, Sarah and mm. Kerry. And I suppose, uh, we never really expected it to be, you know, uh, a, re- a proper channel, mm. but as it grew and grew and grew, we said, "Well, we uh, we better call it something mm. proper." So my my uh, Gemma, my wife, came up with the name Premier, okay. and we went to the Premier League and 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 sought their permission. Uh, okay. <laughs> is it okay for us to call us the channel called Premier Sports? And of course, they said, "Look, we don't own actually the name Premier. Okay. You, can, okay. you can call it what okay. you like." <laughs> so uh, that that's the that's the the history behind and the name. Just on Premier, the, uh, I I have Sky and I I, I see Premier on yep. four one two, I think, yep. four two one. Yeah, uh, um, that's uh, two channels. Yeah. So and presumably it's on the Virgin. It's on Virgin as well. as well, and it's on Vodafone. Uh, and also air have it on, on some of their, on some of their devices as well. So. Okay. So the economics of that arrangement, how, how does that people aren't going in and paying? Yeah. So our, our, our Irish business, uh, Premier Ireland's business, which we, which we've kept is, it works actually in a very different way from our normal business. Our normal business is where we manage the, the call center and we, we interact with our, our customers directly. And in fact, you know, we basically do everything from the beginning to end. In, in Ireland, we've done a deal, uh, and BT also have done a similar deal, where we wholesale to Sky. Okay. And uh, the advantage of that is, you know, we get a check from Sky, which uh, we're very grateful of, and Sky look after everything. Okay. And so they look after the call centre, they look after the billing. Uh, in fact, they keep all the money they generate, okay. which is... <laughs> and it, it means that, from our perspective, you know, we really just have to concentrate in, in creating the great okay. channel. Uh, and we don't have to do all that other uh, bit, which is you know, okay. which is really hard, and, which and we're perfectly capable of doing. But we just we just felt in in the Irish market it was something that we 
didn't want to do. Okay, you know? and tell me why? Why does Sky do that? Like what? They're charging their uh, subscribers, obviously. Uh, I, I, and the more quality stuff you do, how, is the idea that they would actually get more subscribers because there's extra good bits on, on Yeah, I, I suppose when I look at it uh, in, in, in a holistic perspective, they, they, there, are, there are three, three sports channels in, 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 in the Irish market. So there, there's, there's Sky, there's BT, and there, there's Premier. And I guess, you know, by putting Premier and... BT together, they've they've simplified the offering for the consumer, which I think is you know mm. there's a lot of logic in that, and that that was actually the model we had originally created with Satanta uh, and BT, mm. uh, which we offered in the Irish market, which ultimately we sold to where. So the simplified offering is is far better for the consumer mm. uh, from a value proposition. It's it's it, it is actually great value. Mm. Uh, and from Sky's perspective, you know that their their sales and and uh, and marketing muscle, mm. uh, you know, allows them probably to get a greater number of of subscribers than we could have got. Yeah, and therefore, you know, I guess they are able to uh, generate a greater uh, amount of income than we we mm. could have done that. And you know, they've they've used some of that income mm. to pay us, and presumably there's a little bit left over for them. Mm. Uh, is Premier going to become uh, via play for soon? Are we going to see the, the Premier name uh, disappearing, or are we going to see? It's, uh, it's you know the, the two names that I uh, that that are that I'm close to. Well, there's three now, but the, our two key names are are Satanta and Premier. Mm. And you know we're in Asia. We have a we have a I suppose a, a sports channel which covers all the rugby and rugby league and uh, and AFL, and that's Premier. Uh, at the same time, we have a channel in the Philippines, which okay. does so things like the Premier. just bought your UK business. Yeah, so Viaplay okay. just Sorry. bought our UK business. It is confusing. Just oh, so it is, it is. <laughs> so we, 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 we do offer it on different brands and different markets. And, in, in you know, our big thing at the moment, actually, is focusing on our women's sports channel. So we launched W Sport in, in Africa last year. And at the, the tail end of last year, we also launched in, in Belgium. And we're hoping to launch... In Portugal, in about two weeks' time, and and we, we would hope later this year we'll be in Holland in in August, and we're close to a couple of deals in Asia. So you know, uh, we W Sport is kind of one of our uh, what we call our passion projects. Yeah. Uh, definitely, it's financially it's it's going to be a tough project, okay. but it's it's something we think it's the right time for mm. uh, for the world. You know, it's perpetual motion, Mickey. There's no doubt about it. Mickey, I'm just wondering there on the your your uh, international side. Is there anything anything we've missed there? Yeah, I mean, I suppose one of the the exciting things we did was, you know, we we we'd obviously all been in in what I would call a, a typical markets for for particularly for Irish people to expand. In other words, you know, Canada and Australia and USA and UK uh, were are very much markets that we you know we're we're used to. They you know we all speak English. Um, and we have, you know, expats and all that kind we're of stuff. Expats. We, we have an awful lot of uh, similarities, shall we say, mm. the way the, the markets work. Um, but those markets are all fairly uh, competitive and they have a lot of players. So we, we're, we were looking to see how, where else we could grow. And uh, a number of years back, we decided that with, we would buy the Premier League rights and we, we would go into, you know, relatively 
uh, unusual and different markets. So we, we, we went into, you know, places like Georgia and Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan. We basically set up Satanta out in those markets and we, they were, they, I mean, they, they weren't easy. Uh, yeah. They weren't easy markets and they, they had, um, they had many of their own challenges, you know, uh, mainly economic. Um, but you know we were we were uh, reasonably successful ultimately, uh, and you know the business was going quite well in those markets. And and Ukraine was one of the um, one of the bigger uh, countries uh, in in Eastern Europe, with over forty million people. And we always wanted to get into Ukraine. It was a, it was a difficult market to get into. It was very very competitive. But you know there there came a period where it became less com- uh, competitive. So we ended up going into into Ukraine as well. So we had, you know, we had basically a, a population of just over 200 million mm. across our, our markets. And, you know, they, they were, they were good businesses. And again, they were slightly different from our normal, uh, way we run businesses in, in a sense that we, we didn't do direct consumer. We, we in effect did B2B deals with the cable operators okay. or the satellite operators yeah. and they would give us maybe five cents or 10 cents per, per okay. subscriber. And then we would give give the channel to them. So that would be very much the traditional uh, American model, the way Amer- American cable and, and channels work. So we, you know, those businesses ultimately became successful. We sold them. So uh, does onboarding does onboarding uh, your 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 channels? Does that is that difficult or easy, or can you do it really quickly? As in. Uh, you know, b- breaking into a new geography like Ukraine, is it is it easy it, or is it? No, it's difficult. Okay. It's, it, to, to launch in any market is difficult because uh, for a sports channel to be, to have substance, it needs to have usually a number of sports rights and sports rights generally are sold at different stages. So, you know, the Premier League might be sold for three years, Liga might be sold for five years, mm-hmm. Bundesliga might be four years. And they are, are all on a different cycle. So okay. it's, it's very hard generally to amass sufficient uh, content uh, to launch a channel, at least without your competitor being aware that you're going to launch a channel. And as soon as he's, aw- he's aware mm-hmm. or she's aware, yeah. uh, then the price escalates. And, uh, you know, right, rights fees are, are the enemy of profits yes, in sports indeed. channels. Um, so... It is difficult, but we, we, we did manage to do it. And we then ultimately sold, uh, all our Eurasian business back about, I'd say 24 months ago. And then, uh, our Ukraine business, which was, you know, a very good business. We, we actually sold it last January. Uh, um, so we, we, our timing as it, as it, as it turned out, uh, although none of us uh, could anticipate what was going to happen in Ukraine. Well, you were due. Well, due a bit of luck. But, you know, we still, we still have a, uh, we still employ a lot of people in Ukraine. Uh, in fact, we're going to employ more people in Ukraine. Um, you know, they're very much, you know, they work on our, on our Irish business and our Asian business. So it's, uh, Ukraine is very much part of, of, uh, of our hearts, you know. Very interesting. Mickey, just to, you know, wrapping up now, if we've had a, a great chat, I have already noticed the time going. Um, outside of the chaos of, uh, Premier and Satanta, as if you don't have enough things to to occupy you. You have an interest in a private equity business called Danu Partners with uh, Leonard and, and I think one other is... Mark, Mark Amara. Mark yeah. Amara. Yeah. And Danu does other stuff, not yeah. broadcasting stuff. So what, with, you know, briefly enough, what, 
Well, I, I mean, look, Danu is actually far bigger uh, than, okay. than Tatanta or Premier. You know, I mean, Danu is, uh, it's Smiths and uh, Walensky's in, in, in the yep. US restaurants, uh, ex- excluding the New York one, but all, all our other restaurants, and legal seafoods. Um, so it's actually a, a, a very, very, very big business. And, and Mark and Leonard, uh, who are my partners yep. in, in Satanta, uh, you know, they, they, they run that, you know, okay. and, and you're and, passive. And, and, you know, I am, I, I am a passive, uh, investor and they're doing like, they're doing a brilliant job. You know mm. I mean? They, they, they are, uh, that, 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 those businesses are growing, uh, at, 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 at a huge rate. Um, and, uh, very, very exciting. Mm. Um, and you know, they're employing a huge number of people in the U S you know, I mean, we talk about, um, American multinationals uh, in uh, in Ireland, and you know they've been fantastic for Ireland. You know, I mean, mm. you know they've been fantastic for uh, the corporate tax that they pay, mm. but you know they've been more, even more employment. fantastic for the employment and the quality of employment mm. and the salaries they pay. So it's been really positive. But you know, Irish companies are also uh, massive employers in the US, mm. and, and it's hard to believe that Irish companies actually employ as many people in the US. As U.S. companies employ in Ireland, Ireland. you know that that's one of the things we're mm. doing in the states, and uh, we're very very excited about it. Uh, Mickey, it's been um, a whirlwind uh, yeah. tour for me. I'm um, I, I I still don't get it fully, but <laughs> I think I. I think what <laughs> this the the whole theme of this really is an entrepreneurial yeah. uh, uh, podcast, and you it really is the essence of of entrepreneurship. I think what what you, you know you've it's it's not like you you have one business now that people can see okay it's the revenue is this and the profits are that and you own it and therefore they can see how much uh, how well you've done over the years it's broken up into little pieces and you've sold this and that and you've you've made money a quite an unconventional way but but you've done it but it's a fascinating story and uh, i hope our um, our listeners enjoy it as much oh, as we so enjoy too. listening thank, to you thank you very much thanks Peggy. thank you